Blog Talk Radio. There you go. So I'm the host of the show, which is on Blog Talk Radio. And the overarching platform is called The K Factor, where K equals kindness. And the factors are all the things that lead to it. My belief about kindness is that it is the world's currency. Because when there is kindness in the middle of any encounter that we have coming from us, interacting with another, even just with ourselves, we can get so much accomplished. We can buy anything. And I mean in terms of goodness. We can buy anything when there is good and authentic, genuine kindness. Because with kindness, we can develop rapport. And with rapport that's genuine, we develop trust. And with trust, as we all know intuitively, things happen so much more quickly, right? So today's episode, I I have taken every day of the week and created a content theme within Block Talk Radio, within the show, which is the K-Factor. And on Mondays, it's called Monday Moods. (laughs) Isn't there something about Mondays? Yeah, there is. So many people hate Mondays. Ugh, I have to go back to work. Now, things have changed a little bit in our world in 2020 because of everything that has come at us, a virus, social unrest. And so a lot of people are working from home. So maybe it's got a little bit of a different feel. But guess what? We're still in the same place of that historical reality of you go back to school on Monday, you go back to work on Monday, and if you're not, everybody else is. And so there's there's an association in our mind and in our emotions about what Mondays mean to us. Why is that important? Because of the misery that is way too often associated with Mondays. Do you know that there are more coronary events on Mondays than any other day of the week. I didn't check the data today, but that's been a theme. And I'm not here to try to give you national statistics or local statistics, but I'm here to talk to you about your perspective. People are calling it a mindset at this point. The way that I was trained, when we're talking about mindset, we're talking about what are you thinking How is it affecting what you're healing? And what you're thinking, you have control over. It's about your attitude. It's about what you have going on in here that is either in your control and you're really directing it helpfully and positively, or it's running like a loose dog who needs to be put on a leash. And I'm telling you that more people spend time training their puppy how to go on a leash and go to the bathroom and walk outside than they do ever training this and getting it contained and putting it on a leash in terms of thought control. So mind control has got a negative, uh, a negative assignment to it. People think mind control, you're a control freak. It's not about being a freak. It's about learning how to control your thoughts for your benefit. Attitudes and perspectives. A lot of people will say, you know, as a doctor of psychology, people come to me for help. My job is to guide them, to educate them, to lead them, to invite them into a better place, 
in their head. Why? Because where your thought goes, your energy flows. And as your energy flows from here, see this here, this region, the neck, it does a lot more than just sit there as a place to hang a necklace <laughs> or place a tie. All kidding aside, your mind is so connected to your body. Now, that sounds like, oh, for crying out loud, that's so obvious. Well, it is pictorially, visually. But what, what we really will benefit from understanding is that the influence of our mind over our body is ancient, old, not anything new age and trendy, ancient, old wisdom of mind-body medicine. We all know how to make ourselves sick. We've said those words, ah, oh, making myself sick. I can't stand this. I'm making myself so sick. Oh, I, I've given myself a gut ache. I've given myself a stomach ache. I've given myself a, an attitude ache. I've given myself a headache or I've got a headache. I don't know where it came from. Well, I'll tell you, there are always reasons behind things. But a component of the reason is what it is you're thinking. For every thought, there's an emotion. And the pairing of the two release neurotransmitters into our system and influence our blood chemistry, which influences every organ in our body. Wow, how cool is that? It's not scary. It's science. And when you learn how to control your mind, huh? don't have a heart attack on Monday. Don't have high blood pressure on Monday. Learn the techniques so that you have adjusted your thoughts, so you've adjusted your mood for your benefit, your beautiful benefit, your health, your well-being, the interactions that you have with others, the way that you feel about yourself. Now, how do you do that? Okay. On this channel, if you Google Dr. Deb Carlin, The K-Factor, Relaxation exercise. You'll find both audio and video that'll guide you through a meditative exercise that I learned when I was in graduate school, and I called Dr. Herbert Benson, cardiologist out at Harvard University, who was so frustrated because he was healing his patients, his heart patients, and yet his rate of return customers was really high. And what was that about? Well, what that was about was they weren't really cured because he could remedy them physically, but until you get your mind in control, you're still at risk with yourself. Isn't that a crazy thought? You're at risk with yourself. So he went and studied all over the world, looking to see who's got the lowest rate of heart attacks and how do they do that. So he went to the yogis in the Himalayas and realized that they were doing a yoga and a meditation. Now it's like far out there, groovy, funky, and very far afield from what we as Americans at this point in our evolution have really got the capacity to do, right? Stick your foot behind your neck and <laughs> meditate. It's beautiful. He Americanized it. 
he researched it. He did really good research, and he found that unless you have severe organic damage, when you do the relaxation response exercise, it works to do all kinds of spectacular things for you, for your mind and for your body. And it's called the relaxation response because as your mind gets into place and you are relaxing it overtly, you relax, you, you, you tell your mind to relax. You tell every part of your body to relax. You take a walk for, through your body from your feet all the way up to your mind, and then you use just simple statements to keep your mind relaxed. Because, you know, other thoughts will be jumping in there. You're trying to meditate and, you're, and relax, and you hear in your mind saying, I wonder if I took those peas out of the freezer for dinner tonight. Oh, gosh, I forgot my checkbook. Oh, my gosh. And the list goes on. Those are all interferences. You need time to take care of yourself. So guess what? Within just a few attempts of doing this exercise, what he found was, and I found this too, this was my master's research thesis, and I've been doing research on this for decades. When you allow yourself time to train your mind, your mind says this, oh, my gosh, I'm so ready for this exercise today. As a matter of fact, boom, I want to get into it right now. And then the body says, oh, golly, here we go. We're sitting in a chair. We're sitting comfortably. We have our feet flat on the floor. We have our arms on our lap, comfortably placed. We're going to close our eyes, and we're going to envision our entire body being completely relaxed. And we're going to take a walk through our body and tell every part of it just to relax, that it is relaxed and that it feels awesome, wonderful, good, and all of our organs the same. Now, I'm not going to do it here with you today because I've sent you over to the directions where you can find it, either here on Blog Talk Radio or here on YouTube or Google Dr. Deb Carlin Meditations on Google, okay? But that's the exercise. What happens is the body relaxes and says, oh, brain, thank you. You're not amping me up. You're calming us down. The mind and the body make this healthy connection and integrate their energies for your benefit. Well, what does that do? Well, if you do it and you learn it and you put a blood pressure cuff on yourself beforehand and you take your pre-exercise measurement, then you do the exercise with the cuff still on, and before you get up and move and talk or anything, you take your blood pressure again, you're going to see your blood pressure decreasing. Dr. Herbert Benson opened up the first mind-body clinic in the country more than 50 years ago at the impressive institution out of Harvard. And he's been doing mind-body research And people like me have been following him forever. What does that have to do with Monday moods? Everything. How about if when you get up in the morning on Monday, before you go to sleep on Sunday, as you're winding down on Sunday, I keep backing it up a little bit, we have to have anticipation for what it is that we're going to be walking into. So how about if on Sundays, You get yourself in gear. Oh, man, tomorrow's Monday. I love Mondays because I am in control of how I start my Mondays. I get to decide how I think and how I then feel. 
Okay, good. Your emotions then influence every part of your anatomy and really, truly how you feel in your body as well as in that beautiful heart of yours. Life with a good attitude makes such a difference, doesn't it? Attitude is everything. When people say to you, you have such an attitude, say thank you, and it's sparkling, isn't it? (laughs) It's productive. Don't you love it? Don't be sarcastic about it. Walk into it with happiness and confidence and self-love. The most important thing that I ever teach people to do is to love thyself. Do you remember as a child, did anybody ever say to you or did you ever hear somebody say, you need to love yourself before you can love others? It's true. And you need to love this life before you can really experience your joy, your truest gifts, your abilities beyond your imagination to make a positive impact on yourself first and then on the world around you. Listen, as a doctor of psychology, I know all about attitude. I wrote a book called Attitude is everything. (laughs) I've been giving talks and seminars about this for decades. I'm the first one to tell you. There are times when I just snap at somebody and think, you bleep, bleep, bleep. And sometimes I'll make up words like you for stunken bonko head because it's better than being vulgar. And when I find myself in an attitude that is stinky, rotten, icky poo, I have to change it instantly, and so do you. And guess what? We have the complete capability to do that. Everybody's got a camera. You got it on your phone. You got it on your computer. You got a mirror. Go and look yourself in the eyes and do self-talk. Google my name again, friends. Dr. Deb Carlin, self-talk. I've got all kinds of scripts out there for you to say out loud while you look at yourself in the mirror or while you sit with yourself and you embrace the line of thinking I'm inviting you to embrace. It's so important. Now, if you start out groovy on Monday, what do you think it ends up being? Like you're already into your day here, right? Because it's mid-morning. All right. Fantastic. Continue your day. And if you're feeling spectacular, I applaud you. And if you're struggling, I invite you to do exactly what I'm saying and play this over and over again. So what are the other things that can influence your Monday mood? Well, get up and start hydrating. True. I've been studying mind-body medicine my entire life. Get up and start hydrating. Good, clean, just pure water. Don't ice it up because that destroys a lot of your digestive enzymes. Just drink cool water, or if you prefer hot water, maybe wait until you have some, you know, tea a little bit later. But replenish your body because during the night when we're sleeping, believe it or not, we actually dehydrate. So when you wake up in the morning, you get up, you use the restroom, and you void, as we say in medicine, and then start hydrating, hydrating, hydrating. Drink about as many fluid ounces of water as half of your body weight. 
So if you're 120 pounds, drink 60 ounces of water. Keep flushing your body. And by the way, you'll know that you're hydrating enough when your morning void is almost clear and without aroma. Otherwise, you're passing toxins or your body's working to pass toxins or you've eaten something funky. Next, do some movement, structural movement. You don't have to go out and jog, but if you do, great. But before you do that, sit, gather your thoughts, do some meditation, do some prayers, whatever, whoever it is you pray to. In my Sunday episodes on this channel, I, I have a, a series called Dr. Carlin's Call for Soulfulness on Sundays. And I teach you all different kinds of ways to reach down deep and get into a groovy, soulful space with nature, with the universe, with God, with Buddha, whatever is your choice. But it's very healthy because the faith factor influences your well-being. You know, Monday moods are based upon the heaviness of the world upon our shoulders. I want to lift that heaviness off of our shoulders, yours and mine. Listen, I only can profess and teach and guide the things that I'm interested in because my selfish motive is to help myself along the way too so that I can be of benefit to anybody else out here in the world. I got a little betta fish in a little tiny, not too tiny, reasonably sized aquarium, round ball aquarium. I got to get in there and be happy for that little guy every day. He's swimming around by himself. He doesn't get to make friends with anybody other than the plant that I put in there. Because he's got, I don't know, an aggressive attitude. And he kill, he'll kill any other fish that I put in there. Or so I understand. Correct me if I'm wrong. We need to enter the world on Mondays, either virtually or live, without road rage, without crabby, without insecurity, without depression, without anxiety because when we're free from all that icky oh come on do you know how smart you are do you know how entertaining you are and lovely you're alive you're a human being those adjectives are real components of the human being and the human dynamic and the human experience experience so on that note I invite you, turn on some comedy. Watch your favorite or listen to your favorite. Put on some music or sing sing what you love. Get your mood where you need to be to feel good. And if you have questions, send them to me at deb at drdebcarlin.com. And again, Google drdebcarlin.com. And you'll find that there's all kinds of ways to reach out and be in touch with me on social platforms or privately through emails. Okay. All right. Well, this is your host and hostess, Dr. Deb Carlin, signing out for now. So I am going to take you on my process here and I'm going to end.